podcast is rated off for realness. Explicit fucking content. Hello all, welcome to the Basement Books Podcast. Today we have a very special guest on location from on high. He is, once again, your reigning, defending champion of the basement, also known as God King Champion. Now, on to business. This is the post-extremist of rules pay-per-view edition of the Basement Books Podcast. I am he who is your champion, and with me, a mortal man, a real man, as the people. There is nothing further from deity than him. He is the one, the only, quite serious, look at his forehead, Rich the Riz, please, introduce yourself. You just introduced me as Rich the Riz, so that's me. I am the... Co-host of this wildly successful podcast. Uh, I lost again last week, I guess. I believe it's you as won. I consoled you as you cried into your chicken salad. I told you that you did try your best. You guessed your hardest and you failed. None of that happened, but <laughs> I will protect your emotions. Um. So we had two championships change hands. The strain of, I told you all, I told you she was mentally unstable, and it showed that I was correct. And I also did not mean to spoil uh, the end of Extreme Rules and spoil this podcast by telling you all that I was going to walk in here. Guess more matches than my opponents. You did. I am, I am like you all, I'm just a regular person. I put my pants on both legs at a time. Just a normal person. Yep. So congratulations to Chris. The grill master himself has won back the inconsequential championship. Yes. It is it is titled as such for a reason. <coughs> yes. Yeah, you weren't saying that when Farron was champ, I'm just saying. I did not I did not say it so much as think it. <coughs> now she is no longer champion. It is safe for me to say all is right in the world now that I am once again champion. It's been far too long. It's been a while. Fresh. About two months. I was wounded. Month. I have returned stronger. One cannot stand up until they sit down. Okay. <laughs> That's an interesting one. Wisdom is it's a rare thing. And I will impart it on all the Book of Verse that come. Pray to me uh, when I won. Yes, your prayers will be answered individually, but the one who requested the dinosaur, they're extinct. I cannot help that fact. Hmm. So a substitute who is instead be an inflatable dinosaur punching bag, courtesy of God King Carry on. Would you care to... Uh, I feel like you are getting very impatient. You love to get your uh, shit in. So why don't you go ahead with your, your uh, 
fake news about this real sports entertainment that has brought us here to this point. All right, this once again as your champ. This will be quick since there's only one bit of news this week. Jeff Hardy. It's reported by TMZ that he was arrested in South Carolina for an alleged quote public intoxication and impairment. Later updating the story, uh, they said he was found by police passed out in a stairwell. Jeff Hardy is an artist and at one point in his life had a very difficult time with pills and other such drugs. And I believe that he needed to drink an extra amount of alcohol in order for him to gain what he used to get from those drugs that he's trying to stay away from because he knows it'd be worse for him because he knows in this society it is okay to drink as much as you want if you need to smoke some sort of plant and you are a drug addict. Or a criminal. One of these things can kill you. The other one cannot. See, Tomorrow Joe, he said that Jeff Hardy was sleeping. He did. Well, he's kind of just drinking a lot. But he did say that. And Jeff Hardy's out rehabbing anyway, at the moment. Oh, he is rehabbing. Hmm. An injury. Sometimes it's best to shut your mouth when you talk. We know it's from injury. Okay. It was so, a rehab joke. Okay. Or alcoholism. Good. And there you go again. <laughs> Clarifying. We just lost that new <laughs> Speaking of losing, Jeff Hardy was released from jail the same day on a hundred fifty three dollar bond for according to PWInsider.com. I wonder what was higher, his bar tab or that bond? It's his bar tab, that's a lot. Mm, it Someone in one of these reports did say it was uh, that he was seen drinking vodka. I don't know if it was straight out of the bottle or in a shot with something or ah. Straight out of the bottle or a shot is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Right, but if you're straight out of the bottle and there's no sort of measurement happening, you're just swigging. I feel like a swig is the equivalent of a shot, depending on how much you can swallow at a time. You are very homoerotic. <laughs> what was homoerotic about that? The way you looked at me as you said that. No, it Please wasn't. do not do that again. What? Talk about how much you can swallow? No, you did not refer to me. <laughs> how much one could swallow? Whatever, bro. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> I do not wish to be with you in any other way. Good. We are in agreement. So that's all for the news this week. Great. Then this podcast is over. I'm so glad you can all make it uh, to this post-extreme news edition of the Basement Papers podcast. If you wish to remain with us and listen to Rich and I discuss his failure at the extreme rules, then please continue and stay on the line because this is exciting. Exciting. I can feel it. <laughs> feel something. So, are you ready to talk about Extreme Rules? Are you ready to have feeling in your chest? I have feeling in my chest. Or life in your body? I have life in my body. You are in black and white. Am I? Yes. We're having a Pleasantville situation. There's color all around you. And you're this black and white person. There's no color in you, bro. Was that a show or a movie? It is a movie. 
Didn't see it. Shockingly. Should I finish this Red Bull? Will that help? I believe you need more than Red Bull. You need a Red Bull. You want to make me a coffee? Remember what it was like to be a 24-year-old man? Alright, give me a second. Let me have some of this. Less Jack Tunney, more like, I don't know. Can you give me Ric Flair? I can't do a woo, but... The Nature Boy! Alright. Alright, I think the Red Bull's hitting. I think the Red Bull's hitting. Please. So, did you ever go back and watch the pre-show, or no? So then you missed the IC title change. You didn't care at all. Finn Balor and Shinsuke Nakamura, and you're like, no, I'm not watching that? I did not care. It, I am a very controversial person. Is it like a uh, moral protest because it's on the pre-show that you're like, it's not important enough for me? Well, for starters, time is finite. And what one does with their time here on Earth is very precious. And for me to waste my time on the intercontinental picture for one match, I need follow-up. After follow-up, and I will jump on. Until then, you've done nothing but tease me. So you can consume your product the way you wish. You wish, and I will consume it the way that I wish. If I do not wish to spend X amount of time on Shinsuke Nakamura gaining the Intercontinental Championship until something comes from it, that's what I want to do. Uh, that's fair enough. Uh, we had Gulak and Nice also on the pre-show, and then we had the show proper I opening. Watched Gulak Tony Nese match. Oh, see, does so, not matter the placement on the card. Have you been watching Two Hundred Five Live lately? No, I do not have all the time. So then you don't know if they were at the department. And we will get to that, but so you watch a match. So you didn't watch Shinsuke versus Finn. Because there's no follow-up. However, you watched the Cruiserweight Championship match. And whether or not there's follow-up, you don't see it because you don't watch. Explain that. I work Monday, Tuesday. My job is physically demanding. If I sit down and watch wrestling, I fall asleep. So instead of falling asleep, I do things that help me stay awake. So I don't get to consume all the wrestling everybody else does. Okay. Is that a good enough explanation for you? Yes, it is. Thank I'm you. Sorry, I'm not. I'm not a king smark. I'm not a. Uh, uh, I'm not going around watching all the New Japan, all the Cruiserweight, all the Two Hundred Five Live. I can. I watch when I can. I apologize. I don't. Stalk Kenny Omega. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not up to date on GPW, JPMD, whatever the fuck. JPMD. Right? You know why? Because I have a life, mm. and I'm trying to live it the best way I can, and that comes with managing my time as best as I can. And who are you? To question your God. I'm the question man of this podcast. That's what you I do. You are a pretend journalist when we should just be bullshitting. I'm a podcast journalist. Those two do not go together. <laughs> so what would you think of the Take a Roman Tag Match opening? I told you how I felt about it. I'll tell everybody else. 
Uh, let's do some copy and pasting here. Um, I thought it was good placement because that's where you put a match like that on the card. If it's later in the card, people start booing and losing interest and stuff like that. Undertaker was great. That's how you use Undertaker, etc., etc. Cool. I thought I thought probably it could have been like a little bit more towards the middle, if not in the middle directly. Why? Just because of the name power. You got the Undertaker. You got Roman Reigns. But the program is not that great on TV. You're right, but it is a prominent program. Okay. So what would you have opened with instead? Maybe Black and Cesaro. It's a bad idea. Why? Because then what they do is these these guys, these indie guys, they come and they start throwing out the kitchen sink. If they do everything in the first match, when it comes up again later, it's like whatever. AJ's match with uh, Ricochet probably wouldn't have been as good. Right. All right. So instead of that, then uh, Revival and Usos. I think that's, you don't, unless that match was going to be high energy, which the match when they played it wasn't that great to me, then you're not start, you want to start with a banger. And I feel like getting Undertaker in there fresh of the night, he's an older guy, is the way to go. The longer it takes to go and do the job, you're more tired. When you're older, you get tired earlier. You weren't going to get the same. Unless he, he just came straight from home. And just showed up to do his match. But you have him in at the beginning. You let him go. And everything's fine. Hmm. Roman Reigns too. Roman Reigns, he, he, he gasses out. And Shane McMahon is old. You know, Everybody in that match, except for Drew, gasses out. Or they're old. <laughs> I never noticed Roman gas out. Roman spends a lot of time sleeping. Hmm. He's a, he's a, he's a outside the ring guy. Hmm. Never noticed. Hello. Hey. Hello, uh, former champs. Champ, champ. So our second match was the Revival and the Usos. Um, not entirely memorable. I don't have any notes on it. What do you think of it? You said you already said that it was eh. Possibly. Yeah, there was. I think to Dawson. Yep. That was the blind tag. Uh, oh, and the revival came out first, which we know how I feel about that. Maybe you should let it go. Yeah, it's all right. You want it to take away from the fun? That's cool, man. That's your that's your choice, man. Uh, the next match was Alistair Black and Cesaro, hard hitting, which I expected. It was more back and forth than I expected, though. I figured they would have Black go over a little stronger, but. It's fine. I mean, Cesaro, we know Cesaro has the indie background. He's got a lot of respect on the indies, so... Because the feud is stupid. Pick a, a fight. It's not a feud. With me. A guy stepping in at the last minute to fight you is not a feud. Oh, but you knocked on his door la- the previous week. It was like a ring and run. I think he just walked. I don't think he so much ran. I didn't say he ran. I said it was like a ring and run. I still don't care about this. <laughs> I don't care about this. I it, don't it was, care about this because Alistair Black, this whole thing, it doesn't doesn't make sense. Why would anybody want to pick a fight with some NXT guy? 
who up until recently was tagged with Ricochet. Mm-hmm. I know why, but they're not telling us why in the show. There's no narrator. No one's bringing that to my attention. Mm-hmm. There's no proof of him being a guy that you got to pick a fight with like that. Like you're going to gain something from that. Unless you're another guy that's coming up. It doesn't work as much. Exactly. What it was, does it do for Cesaro to beat this guy? Nothing really, because he hasn't shown anything to this, this universe that makes him worth going after. Mm-hmm. He's just a creep in a closet with a weird head and a noisy casket entrance thing. He does have a big head. Yeah, he's like Vigo the Carpathian from Ghostbusters 2. Yeah, it is Vigo. It was probably the worst setup for a match. At least as far as I can remember. You were going somewhere with this? No, I figured you would either say yes or you could compare it to maybe another bad setup. I don't know, man. I just think it has its own uh, individual bad setup. I think you can be your own thing without being compared to something else. I don't think I've ever experienced anything like this. No, definitely not like that. But Try. that doesn't make it good for me. Look, I'm just a regular average guy. I don't... Maybe I don't... I'm not looking for flashy super... Shit, I want like a story that makes sense to me. I want to know why these guys are after each other. And it's like it doesn't make sense for Cesaro to do that in the storyline. Right. It doesn't make sense. Who is this guy? Cesaro is a multi-time tag team champion. Who is this guy here? He should probably. He, He's a former half of a tag team who wasn't and who were never tag team champions. It would have been better if he said, "I just want to shut this guy up." I don't know if he's ever said that. Right, but not regarding And he's got to get his own mouthpiece. He can't, he can't, he's, it's got to get a mouthpiece that says Cesaro. Yeah, why does it still say Having the bar? a mouthpiece that says the bar means you're, look, I get it. You know, people are so judgy. So you finally found somebody that you love to hang out with. You just happen to both be guys. You're just friends that's, you know. Help each other out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's okay to do that. It's 2019. They can get married now. You know? can. So it's like, you don't have to just blatantly flash that. You can have your own mouthpiece. That's all I'm saying. You know, he's got braces We're all too? fans of Sheamus. Yeah. You know, just not as much as Cesaro is a fan. You understand what I'm saying? You get my meaning? I do. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, man. Yeah. You love what you want to love, you know? Like you said, it's legal now. That's right, goddammit. Do you notice he has braces now? Yes. Probably. That's why he wears a mouthpiece. You see, I don't recall, even with the mouth, even since the injury happened, I don't recall him having braces, like the few times I've seen him without a mouthpiece. But, I mean, it's got to be a result of that injury. Or it's this thing that you do where you don't notice things. Could be. Because you think, like, noticing too much of another man's face or body is weird. You know, so you say, I, w- I wasn't paying attention to that, hmm. etc. Could be. Yeah, you're a creature of habit. I am. We had Bailey and Cross and Alexa next. If we're skipping just the backstage segment. Um, 
I'm surprised it wasn't some sort of miscommunication thing. It is the worst way possible to make somebody look. You had a two-person advantage. Mm-hmm. And you still couldn't beat Bailey, and there wasn't any miscommunication. Like, you guys were a well-oiled machine and should have won and had every advantage, but you still couldn't pull it. Yeah, but Alex can say that Nikki Cross was the one that lost the match. It's not going to help her. It's like, storyline-wise, it does, but it's like, why should I believe that she's credible? Yeah. If she can't win in a situation with, like, two-on-one. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of, uh, the worst kind of basement booking in this episode. Yeah, not a lot of good stuff to talk about, unfortunately. Brian and Lashley... What are you talking about? You didn't like that? What? What did you just say? Not a lot of good stuff to talk about. And then I you said Braun and Lashley. So is that included in your not good things? I mean, it, it wasn't bad. It was there. What are you talking about? The whole pre, you know, pre-taped off area that they slam into. So that doesn't matter. The fact that you got to see these giant dudes just beat the hell out of each other. Not everything's got to be a freaking rest hole wrestling clinic to be awesome. I know. Sometimes you need Godzilla and King Kong to throw down. And that's what we got. It was a hard-hitting match. It was That shit was fun, man. That was fun. I didn't find that's it all like, that fun. That's like super heavyweight fun. I had fun with that, man. You gotta stop overthinking, man. You gotta shut your brain off, man. These two freaking giant men just kicking the crap out of each other just to see who the who the king of the jungle is. And then Braun Strowman. You both of them are like nowhere to be seen. And you're like, where's Braun Strowman? Is he gonna stand up? And what does he do? He just crashes through like some freaking savage Bigfoot man. You couldn't get into that? Then I don't know what to tell you. Maybe professional wrestling's not for you. Maybe that segment's not for you. <laughs> Fine. Maybe you don't like fun. Maybe you're just super serious all the time. Whatever. You it's want. just that's like I just you know, want. Maybe you're more of a twenty-four-seven championship person. You know, it's for it's different things for everybody. I like. You know? I I want stuff that's going to surprise me. What What did you want? What was What was the surprise for you? Did you want the ring to collapse? Did you want you know? No, oh, that would have been annoying. Cause they, now it's like. All right, you could see when it's going to happen. Wow. Well, I guess it's one of those things where we're going to agree to disagree. That's fine. Uh, next match. Club attack ricochet before the match, and then uh, AJ, the Styles clash off the bottom rope for the U.S. championship. That was cool. That was a good match. Yes, had you not been a coward and you chosen AJ Styles, maybe things would be different. I kind of figured they would let it go at least one more month, and if anything, AJ would lose by DQ. I just thought AJ was going to lose by DQ. That's what I'm saying. But he didn't. It's okay because you were wrong. There you go. Hmm, Owens and Dolph, which we had... They There were rumors that was going to happen, and then they threw it in there. It's like they're bringing everyone back. 
Dolph Ziggler's HBK. Yeah. And Kevin Owens is Stone Cold and Shane's trying to be Vince. It's like, oh, I guess we can't do new and exciting things. We just have to. Exactly. Put the universe. It's like, hey, hey, Owens, you can do a stunner, right? Cool, cool. We're going to put you in a feud with with a McMahon. And you're going to do the stunner on him. And... At least Stone Cold, at least uh, Kevin Owens looks more like a WWE fan. Like the average. It's true. Most of his promos were not scripted. They That's what I read. Him. That's good. That's why it feels so real. Which is good. You'd fall apart if they told you to do that. I'd probably prepare something. Exactly. You wouldn't be able to give bullet points. Like you'd fall apart. Hey, you said I did a good job of my best man speech. Thank this you for the thank you. nothing to do with that. That's two different things. I completely you cannot that. even compare the two. It's not the same shit. If you had the passion that you you say you have, if you had the passion that you say you have here, and use that in the best man speech, it would have sucked. At least that <laughs> shit was raw and real. I don't know what the fuck this is. All right, but you better fucking get real. All right, god damn it, you better show everybody. Just who the hell you are, okay? I only have more mobile. Shit. You know, you quit drinking so you're not dependent. You know, and you, you started eating clean, but you're dependent on your energy from this fucking poison that you're drinking. The, I've been up since 6 o'clock. Listen to me, man. You're killing me. Well, I used to be up since 6 o'clock. You know, I put my... And you would on. drink coffee. Two legs at one cup in the morning. Yes, and you would have a cup like right before we record or while we record. Not anymore. Not anymore. We're talking about used to, right? Long used to be up at ago, six. Man. But coffee's not Red Bull. That stuff's bad for you. You should at least go to the low sugar one. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, you're doing yourself a great disservice. This tastes better. All right, keep drinking that poison. I like the taste. I'm just of trying sugar. to help you. I can't save everyone. I appreciate. It. I'm gonna have to abandon you. Okay, you are now abandoned <laughs> on the side of the road. You should sign up. We'll follow the rules of the road. <laughs> Go to the road, man. No. Nope. nope. Hey, I, hey, I, I believe that you will do what's necessary. Okay. No. I think, I think you will. I believe in you. You want to leave this silence in here for me to fucking deal with? Is that it? I'm just no. Uh, I'm not going to do that. I'm just reading. I think I took more notes on the Owens Dolph match than the entire match took. What's what notes are there to take? He got squashed. <laughs> Owens beats Dolph with a stunner after the setup kick is the only other offensive move he hit. The only other shot was a slap by Dolph. Post match, Owens resumes his rant from SmackDown, saying, "If not for Shane being tombstone by Taker." He probably would have been suspender fired and Shane can kiss his ass and go to hell. Cool, man. This is great stuff. It's my note. Uh, let me see. Kofi, Trouble in Paradise. That was a good match. You know, I guess it was. I remember the just, final shot, I at least. I don't. 
I don't know what to do with regular matches on an Extreme Rules pay-per-view. I can't. I'm sorry. I hear you. I'm I trying agree. here. I can't do it. I just can't do it. doesn't work. They should limit it to one. Just one. Just one. Just one. Make that make that be like the attraction match. I just like on a regular paper you have one like on a regular paper you have like one oh let's do a ladder match or whatever. Just do one. Mm -hmm. It should be the the reverse. Usually there's like one gimmick match on a regular show. Yeah. On a match of gimmicks it should be one regular match. Extreme rules. Yeah, this is exactly what I just said. But then I'm doing it better with energy (laughs) and life. But that you could have. You could have a, a kendo stick match, but not really. You, it, maybe you could put, you have to climb the ladder to get it. Maybe you could do a, a thumbtacks match, but you have to hit a guy with the, with the, with the ring bell. And then uh, you, you take the steel stairs and you, you, you use those too. And then after that, you win. It's kind of like the like a bull rope match, you know. Mm-hmm. You work your way through the weapons, anything. Hmm. Interesting. Whatever, man. I'm not. I'm not being paid to do this stuff. I'm not like a creative genius. I'm just saying it. What, what you could do? Just one match, one regular match. Some shoot. Some shooter games actually have a game mode where you have to cycle through all the weapons. Cool, man. Fortnite had it for one day. I yeah. thought we were actually going to make it through an episode without you talking about Fortnite, and boy, was I incorrect. Boy. Boy, no. So, um, yeah, you get you have to get 50 kills in the match. After each kill you get, it, the weapon changes. But it goes from highest quality to lowest quality. So you start with only legendary weapons, and then you work your way down to greys. It weren't for the fact that everyone knows that you're married, they'd assume you were a virgin. <laughs> I'm very serious about this. They probably also assume I was younger than I am, and that's okay. I don't know what's sadder, but hey, you know. What's sad? You know what's sadder? <laughs> no. After the pay-per-view, after uh, the close of Extreme Rules, we kind of just... YouTube Fortnite? No, we kind of just went back a year, and hey, Brock's Universal Champ. Listen, let me tell you about... Let me tell you what was so stupid about that whole match. A, well, not really the match, the post-match. Mm-hmm. Do you have a guy that used to refer to himself as the architect? Watch as Brock Lesnar just strolls down the ramp while there is a steel chair between the two of them, which he could easily get to to defend himself with. Mm-hmm. Does he do that? Nope. No. He does not do that. And now Brock Lesnar is the champion again. He also could... Because SummerSlam has no main event. Yeah. Also, that's why. after the match started, he could have just hit a low blow. Oh, disqualification. That's, Sorry, that's Sorry, bro. what anyone can do. That's why you really shouldn't do that. That's like introducing time travel into a TV show or a Lazarus pit into the DC things. Yeah. Because then it's like, well, you can just bring him back with the pit. Yeah. And then easy. they put a storyline in where, oh, they destroyed all of them. Guess what? You're not coming back. But you know, it's not the same thing. Once the genie's out of the bottle, anyone who doesn't do that is an idiot. Mm-hmm. You should have you should have had Becky Lynch get her heat back by low blowing block Brock Lesnar, and ending it that way. Because you still get Seth Rollins versus Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam anyway, without mm-hmm. the bullshit 
was it, 10-man battle royal that Seth wound up unpredictably winning anyway? Yeah, it was a... I don't remember what he called it. It was you a took long an extra ass title to make it less compelling. Yeah, is what you did. You uh, could have let will, them. Will Roman win? Will Cesaro win? You could have had where Brock Lesnar remembers what Becky did, and he costs her her championship against Natalia or something. Yeah, who knows? By the way, that'd be the worst move. Something tells me this Natalia versus Becky Lynch is gonna end up a triple threat match. That's right. Rousey's going to come back. Oh. I feel it. I feel it in my bones. I think Rousey's going to come back and she's going to pin Natalia or submit Natalia to get the championship, setting up um, Becky Lynch and Ronda Rousey to go again. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Becky chasing Rousey. Isn't Bailey defending against Natty? No. Bailey is defending against Ember Moon. Oh, but right, I'm sorry. so glad you're paying attention to SmackDown. Sorry, it's kind of just like you take one out, you put the other in, and I mean that's that's not really because one of those title pictures includes Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey's not going to ever go after SmackDown Championship. No, you're right. You know, and that and Becky Lynch is a Raw superstar, and the Raw belt is the real belt. Everybody knows. Um, I'm telling you, man, that's the move. That's what they should have done. They didn't do it. Very disappointed. All these extra steps that they—it's like you could just do it in less time. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, who's in that battle royal? Randy Orton, not gonna happen. Roman Reigns, not gonna happen. They did Roman Reigns versus Lesnar at SummerSlam last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman, big on. biggie. Biggie, uh, he was great in that when he was like going to Strowman. He's like, what you gonna do? Let's go. Mm-hmm. And Strowman still ran him over. Uh, that guy's gonna be, he's gonna have a good run one day. Braun? So, uh, both of them. Mm. Biggie and Braun. Uh, who else? Who else doesn't matter? That was Rey there? Mysterio. Why was Rey Mysterio in there? The last thing that ever happened to him was him being squashed by Joe. He didn't belong in there. Bobby Lashley. What did he do to get in there? He lost at Extreme Rules. By the way, how was he wrestling a match after what happened to him at Extreme Rules? That's a great question. So, let's see who... Oh, Sami Zayn also. Sami Zayn? So, Sami Zayn... I rest my case. Your Honor, the defense rests. Order in the court. The cabbie did it. Sami and Ray were the only two... Wait, did Randy... Randy Orton didn't have a match. So, Orton... Sami Zayn and Rey Mysterio were the only three in that match that didn't have a match the night before. Right. Seth won and then lost the night before. Biggie won. Cesaro lost. Braun won. Corbin lost. I think Lashley lost. I think Cesaro was thrown in because Paul Heyman. Now they're mentioning that Paul Heyman's in charge. TV. Yeah. And Cesaro is a personal favorite of his. Mm-hmm. So that's probably why he got into the match. That makes actual sense. Even though he didn't do so well in his rematch against Aleister Black, the Dutch Destroyer. Why do they call him that? I don't know. Because he's I Dutch. I have not seen him destroy anyone on TV. You're right. Bobby Roode's beard is back. 
That's I good. I like the mustache better. Eh, better it was too... It made him look different. Now he's just another beard guy. While you're right, it was too Rick Rude-ish, I think. More Rick Rude. Speaking of Rick Rude, what about Lacey Evans? She Rick Rooded uh, uh, Becky Lynch by having Seth Rollins' name on her trunks. It's true. Yeah. I thought the way she was like playing it up was a little much, maybe a little out of character. Um, look, for I'm the having lady. trouble being convinced that Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are an actual relationship. Because sometimes <laughs> they feel like friends. It's like, what are we doing here? Because, you know. Maybe it's a little weird for them working together. I don't know, maybe. But uh, I hope... Because uh, keep, keep in mind, like, assuming... Let's assume for a second that the, that the relationship is real. Rebecca Quinn and Colby Lopez are different people than Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins. I don't I'm saying they're different from their characters. Oh, really? So maybe they just never thought about how their characters would interact wow. with each other. Then maybe it shouldn't be storyline. All right. It's I didn't freaking write it. Necessary. I think it. This happens a lot where a, a, a person will be made at WrestleMania mm-hmm. and their next feud derails where they got to by winning their feud at WrestleMania. Yeah. It's Daniel Bryan feuding with Kane. It's. Hold on a second. It's Becky Lynch feuding with Lacey Evans. It's Seth Rollins feuding with Baron Corbin. <laughs> it's Kofi Kingston. So far, he's kind of okay fighting whoever he fights. Yeah. You know, but it's like... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you, you, fo- you have to have a good follow-up to once the person reaches the top of the mountain. The next opponent should be... Te- Taking it up a notch, it shouldn't be going down a notch. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, whatever's next should be a tougher challenge than what you went through. Yeah. Not that tough, but someone who could be a threat. Yeah, because the next opponent's like, all right, you just main invented or whatever WrestleMania. I got to prove that come next WrestleMania, I can do that better than you did. So I have to look better than you now. The next feud should have been Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch. That should have been the next feud for Becky Lynch. Yeah, well, I think... In uh, my opinion. Rumor has it she's coming back for I, SummerSlam. I get that, but we can't undo what has happened. Right. I'm just saying, if they would have told her, look, we're going to have you drop the tag team title, but we have a plan for you after involving the Raw Women's Championship. Mm-hmm. We want you... If they would just been, if they would have trusted the process, I think that's where they would have went. Yeah. Because I feel like it, that Bailey, I don't think her being SmackDown champion after WrestleMania, well, I think it was Money in the Bank anyway. After Money in the Bank, I think that was the plan. I don't think it was because of the thing with Sasha and she actually stayed. I think they were like, we're gonna put Bailey, we're gonna put the strap on Bailey, we're gonna figure that out somehow. Because they, they probably didn't know this, or they did, I don't know, at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. So probably like, listen, it was in a separate... Instead, they just told them, look, you're dropping the belts. They thought maybe they'd trust the process. Mm-hmm. And that they overreacted. And instead of Sasha Banks... Instead of having Sasha Banks versus Becky, we have Lacey, Le- Lacey Evans, who's not ready, feuding with Becky Lynch. Right. A Becky Lynch feuding with a Lacey Evans later down the road that's ready 
mm-hmm. would have been way better. You should have been building Lacey Evans on a separate path. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word? Parallel to Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. So while Becky Lynch is feuding with Sasha Banks, you're building Lacey Evans on the undercard. Right. And then when Becky Lynch is done looking like a million dollars with Sasha Banks in their feud, then she's feud with Lacey Evans. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bailey is tag team champion. I think this is going the way it's supposed to. She was going to go get back at Alexa. Two matches against Alexa. She beats her. And then it's on to the next girl. Mm-hmm. Probably Ember Moon's going to turn heel. Or it could be the other way would be cool if it's Bailey. At the match, she thinks she's going to lose the belt, but then she decides to cheat. And then she keeps playing it off like that wasn't intentional. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't try to do that, but she did. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, she goes, then she goes full heel when she thinks she's going to lose again. Yeah. But, you know, we got what we get. This is just, like I said, there was going to be some bait, some bad basement booking here. Yeah. Um, they should have definitely did that, what I said. They should have built Lacey on one route, keep Becky and her away from each other until they both, until Lacey Evans was ready. That I definitely agree. Lacey Evans definitely hasn't, she wasn't given the opportunity to prove herself. They're just like, alright, you're, you're feuding with Becky. You go, go clock her in the mouth. You got to get there somehow. Mm-hmm. And she had to go to the, the other people. Like, get her get her there with Dana Brooks. Give her a Natalia mm-hmm. program. Someone like Natalia or Dana Brooks. Anybody that's like uh, Mickey James before she got hurt. Like, those are people that's going to help her get better. Mm-hmm. But you got what you got, man. Whatever. I'm just a guy, man. I don't know. And regarding the Sasha thing? Definitely both sides could have handled it differently. Maybe WWE has a policy that when they, you know, when they tell you what's going to happen in a match, if if there's a reason for it later on, maybe they don't, maybe they have a policy to not get into detail in case something happens, like injury or whatever, or just plans change. I just say you have to trust the process. That's what I'm saying. I told you. I yeah. Said, they got to trust the process. And maybe they didn't trust the process. That's why they got upset. Mm-hmm. Well, who knows? And now the Iconics are the women's tag team champions, mm-hmm. uh, defending them valiantly by getting counted out, which is a smart move. Iconically, even. You know? Uh, if, if Paige is no contact, she should not be allowed to hit the tag team champions. I agree. Because then there's no, it, there's no one that you can't get back should be involved. Yeah, it's 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 as bad as Stephanie McMahon slapping one of the male wrestlers. Yeah, because if Rome, if any of them slapped her back, she'd be unconscious. Yeah. So let's let's be real here. Imagine back in the Big Show Stephanie's bitch storyline. He just slaps her. She'd be her she'd head have a concussion. Her We'd, head would fly off. It wouldn't be WWE anymore. <laughs> you know? It'd be uh. Purchased by someone else at a discounted rate. Yeah. You're not gonna You're not gonna skip over the fiend, are you? Look, you were very impressed by the fiend. Uh I thought it was an interesting way to do it. I'm not sold yet because the mask is very uh joker ripoffed. I could see it. And mm-hmm. no, it's it's kind of is it's like a it's a combination of like uh the violator from spawn 
and the uh, the Joker uh, storyline where he has to wear his own face as a mask because it was cut off. Hmm. So it's kind of interesting. I want to see if they're going to do like a split personality angle or he's just going to wrestle with a mask. I thought him still having the sister Abigail was kind of like, I guess it's not a fully different character because if it still has the same finisher, I think you should have a different finisher. Um, I'm told Balor might take a break after SummerSlam, mm-hmm. which is a good idea because he's very tired and it's because it's science. You can't cut carbs out of your life and not expect to pay the consequences because he's, he's carb deprived. Should have listened to Ambrose. He's, he's carb deprived and now, now he's paying for it and that's mm-hmm. why he's tired. Yep. So rumor has it it's going to be about a two month break. Two months is good. So that's uh, August, September, October. So we'll be back. So it's going to be the fiend versus the demon, and the demon is going to lose if they do it. Yeah. Honestly, that's how you do it. Also, Finn was attacked after losing to Samoa Joe, but it was a crucifix pin. Joe with the freaking crucifix. Good stuff. There was a crucifix pin on SmackDown also, I think, if I remember correctly. What do you think of the number one contenders match for the Raw Women's Championship? I'm sorry. Um, the yeah, Fatal 4-Way? Women's Championship. The Olymp- Fatal 4-Way Elimination match. Right. Yeah, they first announced it as Fatal 4-Way. It's like, all right. And then, like, the announcers eventually, they're like, Fatal 4-Way Elimination. I'm like, um, that's new. It's also stupid. Because I don't think the girls got the memo that it was also an elimination match. I think there was only one broken up pinfall. It doesn't matter. It's like when the wor- what's made it worse was Corey tried to explain it away, mm-hmm. to, or it was called like to frustrate the uh, frustrate their opponent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wrestling the match the dumbest way possible to <laughs> frustrate your opponent. Okay, I guess I'm gonna have to believe that. The Undertaker is dead, right? Okay. <laughs> Great. God's sakes, man. Uh, just to hit on the stuff I have highlighted here. I like that Ricochet attacked AJ Styles during... I wasn't even done. But six-man attack. I'm sorry. I wasn't even done. I'm just I, I'm, I'm just beside myself. It's like I, I said it earlier. It's like they add extra stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, you add extra stuff. You didn't have to add elimination. It was fine as a fatal four-way. Mm-hmm. Then it would have been okay that she broke the freaking uh, pin attempt to frustrate your opponent. What? I think they did the elimination for the whole, oh, we're not going to have action during the commercials thing. Yeah, that's also dumb. It's so because dumb. Because there's people there. Right. Why should it stop for them? They paid extra money to watch a match live. They should get more of it. Back live on SmackDown. We've you got want, this match reset. Like, what you, does you that You want to put butts in seats? You make that the reason. Mm-hmm. Don't sacrifice your 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 live audience's time for the 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 freaking leeches. Yeah, like us. Give at them home watching on television. Give the live audience good exclusive content. What are you gonna stop it for? What, really, intermission? Is that what we're doing in a match? You got beer, guys. It's the same amount of money. Mm-hmm. You're paying $10 for a beer. You're paying $10 at the stand or the freaking uh, seat. Mm-hmm. It's it's stupid. It's one of the stupidest things I've heard in a long time. Unless you got to pee. You really have to pee. It, you know what? It might have been 
uh, one of USA's ideas. I'm never going to another WrestleMania again. Now that I frequently visit the bathroom. Yeah. Four hours is too long. I'm telling you. Yeah. Four? You know what I mean. <laughs> WrestleMania is like nine. It's like eight hours. It's a shift at work. It's more hours than I work. Yeah. Same for SummerSlam. Not doing SummerSlam anymore, but we'll, I'll. I'm like, not going to Canada. Fuck Canada. But no, like when they come back here, like we'll do the whole NXT, Raw, SmackDown deal. What else did I have? I actually didn't highlight anything for SmackDown. But, uh. Truth has the championship back 24 7. Yeah, that's assault, though. I don't think Drake Maverick was wearing underwear. Yeah, tidy whities It was supposed to look like... It was implied that he removed them when he got into bed with his wife. Right. But he had tidy whities on. Copy that. Great. Thank you. Thank you for your contribution, sir. You're welcome. What do you think Daniel Bryan was going to announce? That he was going to go to 205 Live. Hmm. Maybe. He said he's going to go where he's never been before. And yeah. he wanted, he was call, commentating the Cruiserweight Classic. He was like, it'd be great to wrestle with those guys. That'd be crazy. And you got the, the, the belt is on Gulak, though, so I don't know what you're going to do. Hmm. I'd rather Gulak be the Cruiserweight Champion. He's probably just going to keep coming out. For like weeks and weeks not saying anything. I compared to Chris Jericho when he came back and just started not saying anything. Hmm. Did you see this video of Gulak replacing his own plates? No. Um, I Like I said, uh, there's a, a certain amount of time in a day. So what happened was he had, he had kept the regular generic WWE plates on, side plates on there. And report comes up, and he's he's now replacing them after he defended the title at uh, Extreme Rules. It's like, why are you now replacing them? He's like, because something Tony Nese said. Tony Nese said that when I won this title at Money in the Bank or whatever it was, I think it was Money in the Bank, um, that I wasn't the true champion because I hadn't beaten him. Well, now I've beaten him. Now I can put my plates on. It's very good. That's good psychology. Mm-hmm. Uh, checking. No. No. Is there anything else on SmackDown that you found interesting? Not a damn thing. What a what a contest! What an incredible contest of champions. Shane McMahon is back, and boy, did we deserve it. We all deserved it. You, we? all you fans out there who are not disgusted by the presence of the Omnishane, for he is everywhere and nowhere. He is the best in the world. Still, even after getting chokeslammed by the Undertaker. Yeah, it's rather the nowhere, Shane. But he is the Omnishane. No. He is in all things. Not for too long, I hope. Drew's got to turn soon. Turn into what? A pumpkin? Turn face. Turn into a dinosaur? At least turn on Shane. I, sh- I think he should be a luchador. I think he should put on a mask. 
call himself uh, El Macintirio, you know? And he's got like a gang, like he's going to take over the Lucha House Party that were beating up their tallest guy. <laughs> That's how you, you show them you mean business. And then they stop it with freaking piñatas. Why is it okay for for like Mexican wrestlers to have a racist gimmick? Maybe like, it's their idea. It's the stupidest idea. I am not disagreeing. It's like, really, you guys are, are descended from, from warriors, and you're, you got a piñata with you. The sacred art of lucha is being disrespected. You've forgotten who you are, hermanos. Message directly bring, sent. Well, bring so out long. your inner Mayan warrior, your Aztec chief. And stop with the goddamn piñatas. Act like you have some goddamn sense. It's <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. Channeling Riley. Bunch of, bunch of children. Infants in a grown man's game. There you have it. Like you. With your baby hands. I small hands, so what? You know what they say about small hands? Size small gloves. Yep. Actually, my gloves are medium. I wear extra large. Okay. They're easier to put on and easier to take off. The lodge is a little bit too tight. And they fucking, they tear if you pull too hard to put them on. Hmm. Anything else about the world of wrestling you want to discuss? We were just watching some of the Evolve show from last week. Yeah, I didn't finish it, so I can't form an opinion. Okay. I know it's crap. Anyone, <laughs> did anyone on the show so far impress you? I know you weren't particularly impressed by Eddie Kingston. I was impressed by that woman's uh, lack of uh, fashion sense to wear brown boots instead of the black boots. Would have went better with the white pants. That is uh, Shotzi Blackheart's opponent. I can't remember her name. Yeah. but uh, the, Brandy something. The green-haired girl was good. Shotzi Blackheart. I, you just said that. I get it. I okay. know. Okay. I'm just not. I'm explaining it to the listeners. Listen, they heard you. Listen, they heard no. you. All right, I heard you. Just checking. You're messing with my flow here. Okay, listen. That's what I do, <laughs> and that's it. Um, I'd have to watch it multiple times to know people's names, and like I said, there's so much time in a day. Mm -hmm. I had a moment, and I put that on. It's easier when there's wrestling in the background. It helps me concentrate. Mm -hmm. Don't don't even worry about it. All right, I guess we're done here. Since you're just looking at me, <coughs> nothing to contribute. Uh, why don't you do the thing that you're supposed to do? Because it's not your turn. <coughs> right. Well, this, my friends, is the thing I am supposed to do because it is not. My turn. By the way, he looks like he's in pain right now. So, uh, Booker's on Twitter. Basement Jar on Twitter. Rich There Is on Twitter. Facebook. Basement Bookers. Catch us on Stitcher, iTunes, Google, Play Music. Hit us up with a review. Just one. Takes a minute. Click, click a star amount. And then write, hey, this is fun. Or something. Something. You know what you should write in your review? Something. Just write a review. That's all. 
And that, I think, is all. Oh, Facebook is a Gmail. You can write stuff there, too. Contact us. Ask us questions. Submit topics. Things you want us to discuss. True words have never been said. Uh, sorry, everybody, about all of that. Uh, listen. Match of Life is scheduled for one call. One fall. One fall. One fall. One fall. One fall. Make it count. Do what the man says. Follow the bookers, although I would understand if you did. <laughs> it's okay if you don't. Don't even, don't even worry about it. Just thank you anyway. <laughs>